welcome back to Ill Eagle Culture Brands Talk. I am your host, John Ostos, a.k.a. Ill Eagle CEO. And I'm here with my two counterparts, Dion, Two Cup Larry, and Cody Big Meat Mauk. <laughs> and as usual, if Dion's on this side, it means we got a guest in the house today. And today we got Daniel Munyon. Um, world famous Daniel Munyon or just <laughs> yeah. Fargo famous Daniel Munyon? I'm, I'm, I'm house famous. House famous, yeah, Daniel Munyon. I stay in the house now. Yeah. You're not on for anything particularly too crazy, but um, one of the cool things that I shouldn't say cool because it wasn't cool, but something happened to me this week um, where I got, I I had been driving by somebody who just flipped their car over um, and I posted a picture of it to, to Facebook because everyone was okay. Nobody was even like injured. I think she might've got knocked out, but she was like, had come to right away. Um, but Cody wanted me to come talk about it on the pod, and then as, as on the pod, and as I got to talking to to Daniel and, and my brothers in this little group chat about it, um, you reminded me of your story. So I thought mine is really lackluster. Let's bring Daniel on because you had a pretty dope and, and uh, semi heroic story. Um, that something that happened to you recently that was like all over the news and shit. So yeah, I thought we would talk about that a little bit. So so I'll prelude into that and just kind of talk about my situation because it wasn't really too crazy, but. Um, we had just we we just left the gym. We went by H and I to, to grab a shake, and then uh, my nephew Joe's out of, out of state right now, so we swung by his place to pick up his mail for him. And we were driving down his street, leaving his apartment, and we pulled up and we seen some people kind of running over to this car, and they were trying to break the window of this car that was literally just flipped upside down. And we were like, "What the hell?" So I pulled up and rolled my window down. I said, Is "There's somebody in that car still," and they're like, "Yeah, we're trying to get her out." And so I pulled off, jumped out. And I, and I ran up to the car and this guy's had just popped the window. Someone had like a bolt cutter or something and he smacked the window and broke it, but it was the passenger side window. And so he, he reached up to unlock the doors, but they were all like smashed and jammed down. So I ran around the other side to where the driver was. Cause I could see her hanging in her seatbelt upside down. Was she conscious? She kind of, but she was like barely coming to, but she was facing, um, you know, the, the ceiling of the car. She was upside the, the down. Roof. So she was upside down. So mm-hmm. her seatbelt was, Holding her levitating looked like she, you know, like was maybe constrained in her breath or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went around that side and ripped that door open and then um, her seatbelt wouldn't unlock. So I literally just fucking broke her seatbelt to pull her out of it. And then she like crawled out all in a daze and sat down and like the cops got there hella quick. Like I got so someone showed up and was already on the phone with them. And then she lived in the apartment that was right there. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. yeah. Could so, you guess as to how she flipped it? If I'm being real, it seemed like she might have been distracted. And hit yeah. the curb because the old man that was there that I that I that, well, the reason why I jumped out is I saw this old dude trying to break the windows and stuff himself. Yeah. Um, he said he witnessed it. That's why he was there so quick. He said that he, she was coming out of a driveway right there, and there was a car coming into the driveway. And he said like she, for well, some no, reason, she went real fast, like made a sharp turn out of the driveway, almost like she got afraid that that car was going to hit her or something. She went up the curb, rode the curb like real fast, spun off the curb, and then went back up the curb, hit a tree. On, oh. Up on the curb, and the tree flipped her right there next to the curb. Oh. Weird. Yeah. yeah, but she, man, she was fine. Like, thankfully, she was, she seemed a little like <clears throat> stunned or in shock or whatever. So but. I think it, it, you see a lot of these videos of uh, people like instead of pressing on the brake, they hit the gas. Yeah, they, that's like, what I think happened. I think they the, maybe the adrenaline just was like they panic and then just like fucking. Burr! 
yeah. And she probably hit the gas, and that's what. And then she lost control, hit yeah. the tree, and flipped it over. Yeah. No one said, "Hey, big guy, you can't just flip the car over." Or yeah, what? that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Why <laughs> it, was, it was kind of a serious moment at that at yeah. that time. So yeah. I don't think it was because I, I thought about saying, I I about saying like, tried. why didn't they ask me? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I would have tried. I would have tried also. I would have screamed too. I'm not gonna lie. I would have loved it. I would have loved the opportunity to be the one to break the window even. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now they, they all do beat me. I can just see why. John would have wrapped his hand in a, in a shirt. Watch out. Yeah, <laughs> Watch out. I know how to do this. You see me do it. Yeah. <laughs> right in the middle of the street in front of Taco Bell, remember? Oh, shit. Yeah, man. I was, I was, I was young as fuck. Yeah, you were so like we 15. We was driving. He was, I was like, <laughs> and I had some issues with some dudes back then. And there was a few of them. Talk, talk oh, my bad. And there was a few of them. So. They saw me. They were driving by the car. They saw me in the back seat, but they didn't see who was in the front seat yet. Oh, they're sort of talking <laughs> shit to you right. in the back and seat. <laughs> they ain't never seen nobody like Wes back then, because back then there wasn't dudes here like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so they see me in the back seat, and they speed up, and they start flipping the middle finger and talking shit in the car. But then they get past the front window, and John looks over. He's like, what the fuck? And then they see John, and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> And we pull up to the to the to stop, stop to the stoplight right next to each other, and he that. jumps out the car, and they roll the windows up and lock the doors and shit. He's like, "You think that shit's funny?" And they're behind the behind windows laughing like, "Ah!" He's like, "You think that shit's funny? It's fucking funny!" Boom! <laughs> and he fucking shatters the window, no and shit. they just peel off through the red light in thirteen. <laughs> Every time I saw them again, they just looked at their feet and kept moving. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one stuff. one way to not get bothered again, you know? Yeah. yeah. So when you that's have like a bad attitude, though, man. Straight up. Dude, I, I had such a bad attitude but, back then. But, I mean, that's disrespect, though. Yeah, you got to, I, I mean, I told you guys this. I was like, if someone flips me off, it sets me, like, it flips the switch. So, like, in that situation, <laughs> I don't know if I could control myself either. I'd, you know, yeah. fucking Well, and then back then, like, there was no consequences to this yeah. shit out here. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was like yeah. Candyland, and there wasn't yeah. dudes that would actually jump out the car and bust your shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they felt confident doing it, yeah. and then that shit just didn't work out for them. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Those were the good days. The good old days. Yeah. <laughs> nah, they weren't good days, though, man. That was some risky times. Yeah, yeah people stopped fucking with me, though, because they thought I had like a Mexican <laughs> shirt knife in my back pocket that nobody yeah, knew they about. Should. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man. So um, let's, talk, let's talk a little bit about your story, D. Uh, and, and I know you could tell a good story, man. So so give us the details of what went down with you. Because so, I do want to preface this, too, and, and just say ahead of time so it's not like shocking to anyone that doesn't know it, but the, the guy did not survive. No, he that, did not. In your situation. So, no. yeah, tell your story, bro. So, I used to work out at Terracon in Holly um, on the Hood of Right Colony doing precast concrete walls and shit. Well, if anybody knows me, I'm very anal about my vehicles being clean. So, every day on my way home, I would... I would but you had to go to like. Wait, you're very. You like your anal clean. What did you say? I like my anal clean, oh, and I'm, I like my cars clean too. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Keep them both clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the key to success is clean your car and clean your ass. Yeah. Um, true, true. So I'm driving. You go down a dirt road for like 20 miles to get to my job, and I got a black SUV. So every day on my way back in to Fargo, I would stop at Holiday Gas Station out by RDO in Moorhead. Run my vehicle to the car wash, jump back on the interstate and go home. So this day I did my normal routine. I jumped off the interstate, washed my vehicle, got back on to go home. And at that particular interstate, 
on ramp, it wraps around to get back on 94 to go. It's on west. 34th and Moorhead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And there's a black Denali truck in front of me, and he's taking it casual like everybody else. And all of a sudden, he pinned it, and his rear end kicked out. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what the hell? And he, I'm like, he's going to correct it in a second. Well, he bears off the the road, and he goes down into the ditch. I'm like, this dude will correct this? And grass just keeps kicking up. He's got it pinned down. And at the bottom of this ditch, there's a, like a drainage tunnel. Mm-hmm. So it has like the concrete walls that go down it. Well, I couldn't see that, but I'm watching his vehicle, and all of a sudden it just hit something and flipped over and lands on its roof. So I pull over and I jump out and I run down there. And so he's dead center of this ditch underwater, upside down. Oh. So I try to open a door, but his roof caved in. So it's Can't, just, yeah. plus he's in water, like it's all this pressure. Um, so I break out the back window and I check to see if anybody's in there, any kids, any other parties, whatever. It's just him upside down in his seatbelt. It held him right in spot like he was driving. Um, so I'm trying to open his door and it's not working. Was he conscious? No, I couldn't see. He was covered from in water from here. To oh, so he, he was upside down. Oh, so all I saw was his waist for a seat. Oh my god! So I start panicking. Can you imagine the yeah, adrenaline in that so situation, crazy. bro? Like, holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I start panicking because I can't open this fucking door. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. Somehow I just got it open. And then I can't get the seatbelt off, but I just got off work and I have my knife in my pocket. So I cut him out of the seatbelt and I grab him by the collar of his shirt and I pull him up out of the water. And this dude's like, I don't know, six, two, like 300 pounds. He's a big dude. And I pull him out and I'm trying to get him onto the grass on the hill. Well, we're in a drainage ditch. So everything on the edges is a slant and it's muddy as shit. Yeah. Was there anybody around at this time other than you? That's the thing. So when I'm trying to pull him, I'm slipping on this fucking mud and dude's heavy as shit and he's dead weight because he's unconscious. And I look up to see if anybody else would stop. There's like six, seven cars at the top of the hill with their it's phones watching. out, just like, oh fuck. Yeah, bro. That's brutal. Oh, and man. I'm like, are y'all going to fucking help me? Or are you going to let this dude die? Like, I, I freaked out a little bit. And some dude came down the hill and helped me carry him up onto the to the grass. Mm-hmm. We pulled him up a little bit so he wouldn't slide anymore. And I don't know what the fuck to do. I, I've never done nothing like this. So we started doing compressions. Well, his ribs break. You feel it. Yeah. But they're supposed to. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. I thought I fucked up. Oh, well, then he starts coughing. And he's like making noises. He's like, oh, he's moaning and she's in pain. Um, I don't know if he's fully conscious, but he's making noise now and he's breathing at this point. So all of a sudden, EMT shows up, fire trucks show up, and uh, they put him on a stretcher and he's making noise the whole time. And they take him into the ambulance. They question me, ask me what happened. I told him exactly what happened. And then they're like, well, he's going to be okay. And they took him to the ER. Well, then I like paused for a minute and my adrenaline was just like, yeah. I looked down and my hands were just fucking shaking. And because everybody, like, people hear stories, right? But then everybody's like, oh, I would have did this and I would have did that. Everybody knows what they would have did. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows what the fuck they're going to do until it happens. Because when you're doing it, you don't even know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. 
the shit happens so fast, your yeah, adrenaline's yeah. pumping, you just react. You don't yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there like trying to gather myself. And then one of the firemen tapped me. He's like, hey man. And I look over. And I used to be the operation manager for a lawn and snow company for some years. The owner of that company is also a Moorhead fire department. He's been on the fire department almost 20 years out there. It was him. So I look over and he's standing there and I'm like, I was confused for a minute. And then I realized he's a firefighter and I'm like, Hey, he's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, Hey, uh, the first time anything happens like this, like even to us firefighters, like they all get that same look in their eyes afterwards. And he's like, your adrenaline is adrenaline's like a, a serious thing that you don't understand how it can take over you and like how your body's going to respond to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you are you sure you can drive? Like, you might not be okay to drive. I'm like, I just need a minute. And I, I just sat there in that spot I was standing for, like, 15 minutes. And I went back up the hill to my vehicle. And then I sat in my truck to go home. And I was just stuck for a while. Like, I couldn't move. So, finally, I gather myself and I drive home. Um, And he, well, before I had been up there, he was like, if you didn't do this, he would have died before we got here. And, but he's okay. He's going to be okay. We're going to take him to the ER. He's got a couple broken ribs, but they're going to check him for anything internally. But right now, the way it looks and what they're, they tested him for, whatever their procedure they go through on, on scene, they said that he's going to be okay. So I'm like, cool. I go home and then I find out the next day, um, that he had passed. So, and it's weird. Cause like, I don't know the dude. I never spoke to the dude, but like when I found out that he had passed, it fucked me up. Like I was, I don't know why it just fucked me up. Yeah. <clears throat> like you felt like maybe you didn't do enough or something. Yeah. Um, that, and I was just like, damn, like, <clears throat> like I thought I saved this dude. Yeah. Yeah. So then somehow, I'm not sure. Well, I had to go to work again. So I drive by the same spot every day to and from work. Every time I drove by it, it would just fuck me up. Like, So I go to work and then I drive home and I forget. And I'd be just doing my thing, driving home. Mama get off and get a car wash. And then I'd see that spot and I'm like, oh, shit. So like that shit carried on for a while. Yeah. Like I started having like fucked up dreams about it and shit. Or, like, I'd be cool and kicking it out, having fun. And then something would just trigger it. And I'd remember it, and I'd be fucked up. I'd have to leave. So, anyway, fast forward, like, a couple days. Not even a couple days. I think it was, like, the next day, day after. I get a phone call from, I think it was Valley News. And they had asked me if I would do an interview to tell everybody my side of what happened and you know things like that and i didn't want to right away i was like nah, i don't want to go on tv about it like i didn't do it to jump on tv and mm. be like oh i saved this dude or i tried to so i was reluctant to do it for a minute and then uh, i had talked to somebody else and they're like i'm like yeah the news contacted me they wanted me to do an interview but like i don't really want to get on tv about it and it was like you should i'm like why and they said because like when shit like this happens, you'll give 
the fire department or the EMTs or the police department, your side of like what you saw and how it went down. But when they deliver this information, it's always pieced up. So you should do it so that the family knows like people were helping them and shit Mm -hmm. because they, you never know what side of what story they got. You know what I mean? So I was, I sat on it for a while and I'm like, all right, fuck it. Like I'm gonna do it. And then, um, I had contacted the the reporter back and I'm like, yeah, like I'll, I'll do it. So she actually had me meet her at the site. So I left work. I met her there. They got to dramatize it as hard as they can. And she's asking me about it. And I do the interview and I'm there. Like the interview was like 30 minutes. That's a long, (laughs) it's a really long interview, but the clip was like 48 seconds. (laughs) And the rest of it was a narrative. And even in the clip, like they pieced a couple pieces in it to make the, it sound dramatic. And they were, they were like, uh, like the shit that bothered me was when they when they released the the news clip, mm-hmm. they made sure to make say you can only see here on Valley News, like that was emphasized. Like and you gave them an exclusive. Yeah, like I yeah. like I plugged them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like even like that's what I'm like fuck with the news or anything like that. Like even on like like with my nephew Adrian, that shit that happened yeah, yeah, in June. Yeah, yeah. In the newspaper, when they talked about it, they emphasized this was the amount of damage done to the apartment. Like, who gives a fuck about shit no like that? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I did that and I watched the clip and his wife must have seen it, obviously. Well, I was wearing a Welks hoodie from my old job. Apparently, this family does something with, they like sell snow equipment or something to the companies that do snow removal. Mm-hmm. So they knew the owner of the company I work for. So they contact him and asked him who the guy in the news clip was. He contacts me and asks if it's okay if I give the family my info because they want to contact me. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. So they get a hold of me and ask me to come to the funeral. Damn. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, like that's tough. I don't I don't know anybody and I don't feel like I should be there while you guys are grieving your dad, uncle, husband. You know what I mean? Like but I I I didn't feel right saying no. Yeah. So I went and it was just a bunch of like obviously you're at a funeral, you lost some a loved one, everybody's sad and shit. Um, but they're all coming up to me like thanking me. Cause in the news clip um, one of the pieces they put in there, like when I was doing the clip, I agreed to do the clip. I'm going through the clip in the interview and I'm fine. And I don't know what it was. Something like bold on me. And I started, I got choked up in the in the clip. Well, they put, they made sure they put that part in there. Mm-hmm. And in the clip, she asked me or in the interview, she asked me, she was like, so this interview seems to have gotten you kind of emotional like like what what's where's that coming from and my response was well i didn't know the man i never spoke to him but like after going like that happening with him somehow i had some type of like 
like attachment to it. And I'm like, so, and like you hear, oh, he's going to be okay. And if you didn't do what you did before the ambulance and everybody got there, he would have died before we got there. Now, like you did what you did and now he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you hear about it is he passed in the hospital. I'm like, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's really heavy. You know what I mean? And she's like, um, his wife was like, no, don't. Oh no. Um, the, the lady in the interview, I'm like, it, I feel it. I'm like, it's, it's kind of heavy. Like you think you did enough. And then you find out later you didn't. So when I went to the funeral, his wife was, uh, she was talking about the clip or something like that. And she did. Someone had brought up the fact that I thought I didn't do enough. And then they, his wife was like, I know you feel like you didn't do enough, but if it wasn't for you, me and his kids wouldn't have been able to say goodbye to him at the hospital. Mm-hmm. True. I was like, oh, shit. Damn. So then we went through the funeral and then it got to it. Like I sat through the whole service and everything like that. And then after that, I was like, I, I got to go. Like, You guys came. You met me. You said what you thought you needed to say. I appreciate it, but I got to I got to dip. It's, it got overwhelming. You know what I mean? So I leave and even like to this day, his his sister still contacts me. Like she'll hit me up on like holidays and, or just randomly like, hey, how are you? How's the family? How's the kids? Things like that. So she keeps in contact. But yeah, that was uh, that was it. That's crazy. Yeah. Do they uh, do they know what happened to him? Like, did he have a heart attack or from what I heard, he had health conditions prior. So I don't know if it's an actual fact. Um, I think it was his sister that told me he had a health condition. And then I feel like I also heard they thought, I don't know if I heard it from one of the EMTs or whatever. They thought he had a stroke while he was driving or something like that while he was driving. Some health issue obviously that caused him to not have just unconsciously pin down the gas pedal. And then that makes sense because why wouldn't you try to correct it? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So something happened that prevented him from consciously being able to, oh, shit, I got to stop. That's right. crazy. That's yeah. a wild story. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. So, oh. but of all the people, like when I was struggling to get him back on the hill, I look up and there's six, seven cars up there with their phones out recording shit. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Like people suck like that. Like now, they man. just wanted to put it's a video so on social media saying, yeah. "Oh, hope For everyone's okay." Yeah. Prayers, prayers, thoughts, and prayers. Nice. I pulled off on the interstate oh, so God. that I could take footage of this instead of help contribute. Because right. it's going on too. That's the craziest thing. It's like that's our world right now, though, man. It's bad. It just but doesn't make sense. It was it was all, of all of them. One guy came down and helped. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Especially when they see you struggling to to be able to like it's a tough condition that you're in and now you're you just have people watching instead of actually doing something it's like yeah i'm sure somebody called the, the police oh, no, i'm wrong a lady came down too she said she was some type of emt or something like that i think i remember that okay it's kind of blurry but i think i remember that too yeah. but even then like when i remember like through all the chaos of it and how fast it went <clears throat> i remember looking while i'm trying to like pull this guy and whoever someone came down in the water and tried to help me pull them up but they were like i i remember looking at them and they were like careful about getting into the water like 
Like when someone doesn't want to get the shoes like dirty, the shit. Shit. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like what the fuck? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> God damn. Like my phone's in my pocket, and yeah. I'm fucking stomach Dove deep in water. water. You yeah. worried about like what? Do, get get new shoes, get new phone. What right? The fuck. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. Yeah. You ever do any crazy shit like that in the military or anything? Like say people? Yeah. You ever have anything like that happen? I was trying to think if I did, um, not me personally, no, but, uh, in DC, our, our first time there was an accident on the freeway and my cousin actually, we had a, uh, combat lifesaver bag in our, in our van and he jumped out and like helped this person that was fucked up. And he, he, he got on national news, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. but no, I don't think anything like crazy like that happened to me. Or ever, has ever happened to me? Not, not that I can think of. I don't know. How about you, D? I got one one experience. <clears throat> Clay and I, uh, my buddy Clay, we were walking out of the school for lunch, and and this was in high school. Uh, and there was a dude in front of us, and like Clay and I were just messing around, and then all of a sudden, this guy just falls over right in front of us, starts having a seizure. Oh damn! And we were just so confused. And all of a sudden, like, he's got his tongue out. He's having a seizure. We're, like, trying to help him. We lifted his head up and stuff, trying to just make sure he's okay. We called the the ambulance. It was so scary, just, like, the most freaky time. And it was just me and Clay trying to help this dude. And people were walking out to lunch. And, and that was pretty much it, honestly. And the ambulance came, and they, they took him away. It was, I mean, it, it happened so fast. And, and obviously, we're at the Moorhead High School, so the ambulance is there instantly, yeah. you know. So it was, it was a crazy time, but that's. That's about it. He was fine. He he has seizures like um, frequently, I guess. So I think I might have prevented a armed robbery or a bank heist. That's really? for sure. Yeah. When we were younger, <clears throat> <laughs> this is gonna be good. <laughs> uh, so there was this uh, this kid that lived a few houses down from me. Yeah. Um, and we were we were really close in age, so we always hung out. But there was this another house, like two or three down. De- houses down one of the kids there he was my brother's age and then there were his older brother that was like a couple years older than my brother so like four or five six years older than me that lived there and they were they were like the bad kids they are always getting in trouble and like you know that they're always fucking up right so one day i was playing with uh, my friend and we were chasing this cat like out in the backyard we were chasing a cat and this cat goes around this this these people's shed in the back, and um, he goes, "Cody, come here, look." And I walk over there, and I see two huge duffel bags full of guns, like pistols, Uzis, like all kinds of freaking crazy guns, and with clips in them, and they were just sitting there, like freaking. You can see like the guns, like uh, without touching them. I didn't I didn't go in there and touch them, but. You could see all the guns in there, right? Yeah. And so you were like, what the fuck? So we ran out to to his uh, parents' place and called the cops and whatnot. And um, the cops came. He um, unloaded all the guns. And and um, turns out, like, there was this guy that was on the run um, that was buying the guns from, from this family or something shit like that. And he was going to use them to like rob a bank or something it's it happened a long time ago so i'm trying to like yeah. remember the because they did a news story on it and i remember like 
everybody coming up to me like, Hey, good job. Good job. You know, I was really little at the time. Like we were, I think I was in like fourth grade, maybe when we find these guns, but Damn, you learned I, how to snitch early. I was <laughs> snitch for sure. I'm telling. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I heard he was, uh, he was planning to rob a bank or something That's um, crazy. with those guns. Yeah. So you were little me back then preventing bank robberies. Yeah, that's right, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Snitch bitch. <laughs> Who <Yeah>. he's telling? <laughs> he's telling. Well, we sent a, a, somebody sent a video of a guy getting jumped for his bag uh, the other day. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a girl at first, but it was a guy. It was a guy. Sure. It was a very skinny guy with Got long hair. Yeah. yeah. And so he had a backpack or a bag of sorts, and he's carrying it down an alleyway. And all of a sudden, two people uh, end up running up on him. And they're like, give me the bag. Give me the bag. I don't think they had. Well, they didn't. No, have that any was weapons. a chick. It was a dude. Nah, that you can was hear a, him talking in the background. Really? Yeah, I totally thought that was a chick. I mean, that's too. what I thought. And then I was like, oh, that's a dude. Yeah, it's a really skinny dude with long hair. You can hear him talking. He's yeah. like, no, no. I'm sure he's a Biden supporter. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that makes me wonder what why they went after him for that bag then. That, I don't know. Like that, they, you know, they came from the same so direct. Yeah, it. yeah. Like yeah. I feel like he just went and sold them some shit, and then. They went and he got him back. Yeah, and then they just went and robbed him after yeah, they saw see. that he had it on him. Yeah, and, and they didn't have any weapons. Yeah. So, like... Because they didn't need them. Yeah. Because it was a chick? It was a dude. Uh-huh, it was it was, a dude. it was a dude. Like, you can hear him talking in the video, but, like, we were all just saying what we would do in that sort of situation. And see, I, everybody knows what they do. I said I'd just hit him, with the, hit him with the car. Fuck it. That doesn't affect me. <laughs> I'm out of well, there. Yeah, oh, you're talking about the people who the witnessed it. What watching. would you do? Yeah. 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 So there was a car sitting in the alleyway on this side. There's a street right here. And then the people were fighting in the alleyway, beating this dude up for his bag. Yeah. Over here. They just ran up on him, and socked the, him from behind, and they started trying to take his shit. And the car was just honking <clears throat> yeah. from over here, from way back here. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I probably would at that point. Like, it's different now. You know, there's a time I would have minded my own fucking business and be like, ah, that sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? But See. now, now I'd probably run him over. Yeah. See, that's what I've always Because that shit's out of control, bro. Like, <laughs> this, this leads us right into the shit we like to talk about, so be prepared. But uh, <laughs> consequences. Um, yeah, yeah. But well, I saw um, Target's announcing they're closing nine stores, stores around yeah. around the country right now yeah. because of the um, crime activity yeah. in certain cities Smashing or states right. that they're and in. CVS too. Yeah. So like they're and it's happening on a large scale. But my point to that is like <laughs> there's so much bullshit out there. It's not just riffraff anymore. It's not just a, some thug foods or some hood shit happening. It's complete ignorance now that what we're seeing and man, these people just need to be fucking dealt with accordingly. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. Right. When we you're, when you run up on people and you and old people and, and women and with with no regard, you're just socking people, knocking yeah. them out and taking their purses and doing smashing grabs in stores of, you know, small businesses and big corporations at that, man. Like you're, start you're, shooting. you're showing a different side of, of where we're at in this world right now. And yeah, man, I got kids to raise in this society. Well, it's, it's just going to start taking some people to start blasting. Yeah. Anyways, I start blasting. They are already. People are already starting to blast. Yeah. yeah you got to blow them away, man. That's yeah. How many? How many people on. getting shot in Fargo now? Fargo people get yeah. shot. Every That's why I said, man, I don't fight no more. I don't you fight can't. no more. No, because you, you don't know what they're yeah, gonna pull yeah, out. You run up on me, you might get shot because I'm yeah. not a fighter. Yeah. Because everyone's shooting. Yeah. It's like I'd rather not. I'd rather just not have any beefs anymore, bro. I live yeah. that life. I, I want to live in peace now. But if I have to, if like I don't know, I'm just gonna shoot you. 
I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that shit don't bother me one bit either. So, like, I mean, it's either you or me. And I gotta go That's home. Yeah. yeah, save me the stress. No shit. When we lived in Dilworth, uh, me and Nicole were driving back to the apartment, and uh, I saw a dude uh, just just gushing blood out of his mouth. And Nicole's like, "We gotta stop." I was like, "Nah, no, 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 no. We're, we're gonna go home." <laughs> ah, I said. That I was said, your chance to save somebody's nah, life. He did something. You he could have had a story. No, nah, I don't want that story. <laughs> <laughs> you cool on that? You'd have been like, bro, nah, nah, get nah. out of my face. Like, I, I said, we're driving home. You can call the cops if you want. I'm not calling them. Don't call them from my phone. I'm not going to be a part of this situation. You go ahead, call them. We'll go home. And that was it. I said, I said, this is one of those situations you stay out of. I'm going to let you know right now. Uh-huh. I don't know who he is. I don't yeah. want to be a part of it. You don't want to be a part of it. So just so you know, <laughs> but you we just got kind of whooped. Yeah, she called the police, and and that's how that went. But I said, that's that's we're good. He was just like walking around all days, blood dripping out of his mouth. But he yeah. he you he can't save been fine. you can't save everybody. You can't save just everybody. Gotten to a fist there, fight there's right. some, you know, It's unfortunate though. Like this this brings up a good point, D, because it's like it's unfortunate how that's how we have to look at things now. You would almost have to stereotype the situation. Right, you got to be cautious. You know about what I mean? You yeah. try to like help. that's not a little, uh, you know, Somalian girl flipped over in her car. That's some fool walking down the street all bloodied up, but still walking away from whatever did it to him. Yeah, and you know what I mean. And so, like, you have to almost assess the situation and stereotype it and be like, yeah, no, that looks like trouble. That looks like they need help. Yeah, yeah. I'm not cool with this guy. I don't know, yeah, like, yeah. who just messed him up, and maybe they'll be like, oh, that's his homie right there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I live a block away, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to do that. So. Yeah, we can't both be fucked up. No, exactly. Who's going to help who? We both fucked up. <laughs> if I go home and call the cops, I can help you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's funny. Know so, your situation. So, um, Washington Commanders. They oh, are, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Petition in North Dakota. Have you been keeping up with that? No. The Washington Commanders? No, not even a little bit. So the the tribe that's out there is trying to sue the NFL, is it? Or the sue somebody to get the Washington Redskins back, the name mm. back, into uh, Washington, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I think it's cool, though. I, I think it, it's awesome. It, yeah, I think it's, um, it's dope to see them stand up and be like, nah, nah, we're not going to play this game. This, well, the same- we wanted this. The same thing happened back when uh, the Fighting Sioux were uh, yeah. had to change their name to the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounded like there was just a lot of uh, virtue signaling, virtue signaling, and NCAA sticking their nose into people's business. Where actually the Sioux tribe didn't want to change the name. I think there were some council members that were on board with it. Maybe, maybe they got paid off. I don't know. But uh, it sounded like for the majority that they tried to keep the name Fighting Hawks, and then they ended up obviously losing. So, which is crazy because that's going to cost the NFL like a oh, good a amount lot, of money. money. You know, yeah, you remember like switching all the logos, and, and then all the fans that have just yeah. bought gear for Commanders. Yeah. It's like now you got to make them buy. And buy they did more it gear. once already, though. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's yeah, freaking. <sighs> it's funny though. I like to see that shit kind of unfold. Well, hopefully, hopefully that means that. The pendulum is swinging back the other way. Like it just seems like it, it went fucking wild to one side, where it's just like virtue signaling fucking this and that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Now hopefully we're coming back the other way, and I don't know. 
I know you guys don't like focus on like football in depth like that, but Colin Kaepernick like wrote a letter to I heard. the Jets. And he wanted yeah, to go to the to, Jets. To he wants to down. be on the training team, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they uh, said uh, no way. Yeah. So he when isn't it funny? No one wants anything to do with him, but they're all the whole NFL is virtual signaling still. Yeah. When well, he but they're, they're acting like they want nothing to do yeah. with with Kaepernick. Yeah. When he kneeled, yeah. he he ended up like <laughs> trying to sue the NFL as why he can't come back. So he sued the NFL, ended up settling. So it's like, dude, you sued the company you worked for, and now you want to come back into the company? Why would they allow well, that? Well, then he That's said the NFL idiotic. is full of slave owners, but he wants to come back to work for those same yeah. people that he called slave owners? It just it, it would never happen. Yeah. It's funny when you realize that having a job isn't necessarily slave ownership work. Do you, do you it's, remember? It's just a job, <laughs> and you actually have to do your job. Daniel, maybe you remember. Do you remember when... Um, like right before he was done playing, was he riding pine at the time? I don't know. Or if he, I don't, I don't, I don't think know. he was actually playing. I don't. Maybe he was, but I don't he think was he was. Doing he was very, I don't think he was doing very well. He's better than Zach Wilson. Though, Is he? So I mean, yeah, he was. Good. He's good. He's a good quarterback. Oh, so yeah. it's kind of. Yeah. I thought Wilson played pretty good the other night. I did too. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck. The reason why I'm asking is because I'm just wondering <laughs> if he like saw his, you know. You know the way he was playing on to going like on a the decline, yeah. And then he started uh, and doing the knee and the the socks with cops being pigs, and you know, may, I don't know. Maybe he just saw the the what his future was on the horizon. He was like, oh, maybe shit. he was paid to do I it. I think the reality of it is, That's, man, they all they all saw this opportunity for for some of these people who did this shit to get into some kind of bandwagon and create some kind of celebrityism in themselves or make themselves look like some kind of leaders within a community and shit. Yeah. And it just, it backfired on a bunch of them yeah. and he's just one of them. Well, he we made, got local people who backfired on too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone's virtue signaling when they see an opportunity, but when the opportunity doesn't last because it was only used to, to flare some shit up for a minute. And then the ones that, in, that instilled the power for them to be able to go and act and behave that way, walk away and like, okay, that's all we needed. And the motherfuckers are left still doing this. Now they look like the bad guys again. Yeah. Because the people who were supporting them doing it in the first time were only doing it for political reasons. That political purpose is no longer in existence. And so now blacks and browns went back to just being blacks and browns. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Criminals. Yeah. You know, they, they, they were peaceful protesting before when there was a need for them to be doing that. Now that there's no need, they're just criminals again. Yeah. You guys, I don't mean to switch the topic. So uh, you do this all the time. I know, but yeah. this one I thought was funny. It is so we all like tuned into the Republican primary debate. Yeah. Day. Fucking hilarious! It yeah. was so funny. I only watched like do thirty you get minutes. Do you watch any of this shit, D? I don't. I, I got a two year old at home. I'll get to watch shit. I watch a lot of. Uh, <laughs> I got five kids. I'm I got Paw Patrol and stuff. Whatever, dog. <laughs> They're all over. Like I got one kid. I can't man. I, I don't know what my life is. Just like my life is shambles. I don't got time for right, shit. Bro. I got one kid. I watch Dora. We we all three watched the Republican debate last night and uh we I was just laughing my ass off texting these guys. It was I was great. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they go at it. It's crazy. I Dude, never, they I never like realized screaming how at each other. you think it's boring, unintriguing shit. You know what I mean? But, but for, it's so funny. The yeah. more you get into it, the more you start to realize like, man, this shit you can act this is like it's actually entertainment, bro. Like these it fucking is people just are crazy. Dude, I, I, that's, I, all, that's, I, that's all. That's what I'm saying. Like I think we need to fucking 
We need to go live the next one, the next debate. Yeah. We need to do a live. That'd be fun. I've hey, never seen him like that. That was so fucking funny. Dude, funny, dude. he's they're a snake. I just want to point out, he is you, th- you really think he is? Yes. No. Do you? The way he talks, he talks like a liar that's just always so like been Obama. good at lying. I saw a lot yeah, of people yeah, compare they, him to Obama. Yeah. And like, then they went in on him, freaking uh, DeSantis and, and the other dude. That's what I'm saying. I think that Fox News is, is promoting DeSantis and try to take down Vivek on purpose. Yeah, yeah. He didn't look good and then the way he tried to justify himself by well, like not the following fuck? the rules okay like, okay j- hold, just on, shut the fuck hold up. on okay but if 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 fox news is trying to put desantis on a pedestal and they're asking him all these questions and maybe giving him a little extra time to respond but then when vivek tries to respond they cut him off, they cut him off right yeah. away and, and they don't give him they're trumping very many questions they're trumping but he's not you see what i'm saying he's not answering the question he's he's answering what none he of them answer the questions they I don't yeah. fucking do that's a, that's a good point, you know. And then they go back to something that somebody else said without actually ask or answering the fucking question that they initially got. I, I when I was watching, like the, Bergham, 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 he's he's Bergham it's like you're talking about agriculture, economics, and I'm well, the only one here that he's can't. Like, well, in North Dakota. <laughs> you, you, well, why don't you ask somebody who actually deals with the farmers? Dude, yeah, I, I thought he was gonna have a heart attack, dude. In the background, him him saying, "Why why don't I?" Yeah, dude, you're like, sir, we're going to cut you off. <laughs> dude, they're going to cut his mic off if he kept talking. He's I just there dying. for, he's just there for a head count, bro. I was fucking They're dying. not taking that dude serious. Oh, my God. It's just, what's funny to me is all of them, it's funny to watch them all attack and fight each other yeah. for the VP position. Yeah. That's what cracks me up. Yeah. And then, I don't like how. And then and then Chris Christie. I'm gonna call him Donald Duck. Yeah, that was so dumb. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Seriously, you're so stupid. It was the dumbest thing ever. I'm gonna call him Donald Duck. Like, like it was a sudden burn that he just fucking. Oh my god! Because Trump makes up names for people, so he was trying yeah. to do a Trump card. Oh, like I, I would fucking to love to see what yeah. names he would come up for Christie. What, what I would like Christy to see. Cream. What I would like to see in one of those people is they. Just worry about themselves, and they don't attack Donald Trump, who's not there. And that's has what no, that's what we need like, in politics. That's just, uh, yeah. Like, take the high road. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, no, we need okay. them to talk about the issues at yes. hand, not try and destroy each other. It, but that yeah, was exactly. what Vivek was trying to do. No, yeah. they all attacked each other every Vivek time they didn't. answered. Every I think time they, they answered a question. Every time they answered a question, they would Vivek be like, "Vivek even said like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna attack anybody on the stage tonight. Yeah, he did I that. respect everybody here." Isn't he the one that called our president a shell of a human? Basically, did he not say that? Mm. I'm pretty positive he. I'll have to find the clip of it. Vivek. I'll find the clip of it because he. I would be surprised then, if he did. Then Ron DeSantis agreed. He said, "I agree with what he said," but. It was something mm-hmm. crazy because Nicole and I were like, what? I think I know what you're talking about, but I, it wasn't Vivek. Vivek has been a, always a strong supporter of Trump. But let's just be real. No, he, he was talking if, about if, Joe Biden. If he said oh, that, Joe Biden. If he yeah. said yeah. that about that's Joe Biden, yeah, yeah, that's okay. But that's true. It's not, though. It's not okay. Why that's is it true. not okay? That guy's destroying our country, bro. He's our enemy. Wait, what, what would you rather? What would you rather have him say? In all these years, how many times have you ever heard another politician talk about our president? Well, like fuck, that. You other than Donald said? Trump, yeah, obviously, say, this is not this is this is unprecedented. Yeah. Like, right to, no. to be able to say your your our president is literally garbage. Like he he's just a uh, old he's, sleepy man. Well, like they're saying he's a, a shell. He is an old sleepy. Man. He's a shell of a saying, human. They're saying he's a shell of a man. There's nothing right? inside, is what but, he's trying to say. But if you look at what has been going on, that's not exactly not true. Yeah. 
I get that, but yeah, <laughs> so it's not it's not not true. But I just don't like that, you know. So I like, think it's one thing if it's if it's people who are trying to run for that seat, they should all have a certain level of respect for each other, unless exactly. there's something really bad on them. But when you're when you're looking at replacing, literally, quite possibly the worst president <laughs> in the fucking world, I think it's fair game to to call the dude out his name. Because he's not just a bad president. He's literally destroying this country. But then I see where you're like saying. Like, literally destroying this country. It's like if somebody said, I hate America. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of feeling I get when you say something that aggressive about our current president of the United States. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's much of an American. I don't <laughs> think so either. But I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not, unfortunate I mean, that that's the time. Not if you're, like, if you're actively receiving money from a foreign country that's supposedly uh, an enemy to us. Vivek did. Vivek, whatever, however you say no, it. No, you're going to talk about the Soros money, but that's not true. No. So that was a that was a uh, grant or... Uh, Although I, I will admit, I saw someone doing a story on him today, um, which now they're going to start doing because they got to build a campaign. That's just the yeah. same thing they did yeah, in Trump. Yeah, they got to build a campaign, but they basically were saying that his excuse is a lie about him saying, and I'm not fully in on this guy, but I do like him. But um, they're saying it's a lie what he keeps saying about the Soros money. They're saying, you know, like maybe, yes, all that was true. Soros, uh, it, it, Paul Soros is whose money it was. And he wasn't Soros money. He was self-made. And he put all that money when he died back into, you know, grants and all kinds of he, yeah. he donated. We it. talked uh, about this. Yeah. On the next yeah but but someone said what what's bullshit about it is what, what Vivek isn't telling anybody is that. He keeps saying I needed that money. I was a college student and it was a free grant and I applied for it. It had nothing to do about who was who. I don't even know them. Um, he says that's a lie. By that time, Vivek was already a millionaire, a multimillionaire. How so could they possibly know So that? he didn't need the $50,000. Well, he, he got. Well, even if he, he did, who cares? He got the paperwork because Vivek said, I, you know, like. I've I've released twenty years worth of tax documents. Go go check them. But and the, the guy did. that's doing the story says I got them right here, and he held them up, and he's like, we checked them. But like it was that so was he all the held them like this, but he didn't actually well, show the. Well, document. no, it was all clickbait. Okay. Like to go watch the full length. Yeah, of course. Uh, video of it. So I didn't watch the full length. I just watched that. Could like, be fucking some random ass papers that he just pulled up. <laughs> sure, like, maybe. I got them right here. Yeah. No, no, you're right. But, it could it, but be. even if he did, but well, now I'm fucking, curious. Now I'm curious if he was a, a multimillionaire you know? when he needed this fifty thousand dollar grant for Dude, college if it's if it's free money that they, they're gonna give it to you fuck no it. fuck that yeah. get out of here no i would take trump it. doesn't do get it i would trump take, didn't take his president paycheck <laughs> if you had a, a if you had millions of dollars you're not taking a fucking well, fifty thousand dollar check you better give me that money no get <laughs> i'm taking here. it from you because yeah. you're paying for it <laughs> fuck yeah no take i'm not saying that uh he is who he say it yeah. says he is he could fucking he could be a silver tongue, just like Obama was, and yeah, totally yeah. full fat, pull a fast one on us. Yep, Obama uh, did, but he he himself is saying that he needs to earn our trust, which yeah. is making me, you know, think like, yeah. okay, I like well, the if guy. He's I'm actually, not gonna lie. I'm just if he's actually I'm willing to put the work in, like he knows he's like, he knows he's not going to win the presidency. He knows that, yeah. But that's mm. he he wants to gain the American people's trust, yeah, yeah. and that's the whole reason why he's up on that stage right now he's got a big forehead too i'm not gonna lie i think honestly i don't even know if he thinks that if <laughs> this he, who's worried about class and calling people yeah. out and then he's gonna throw that's his me. generation though forehead fucking retards i don't like that shit i don't like it at all not one bit 
Holy shit. But, you know, I hope my president doesn't have a big forehead. That's all. So that would be classic. I, would, I, can, I can see, honestly, I can see him being uh, appointed to something, probably not the VP. But if Trump were to win, he would be appointed to something, but not the VP, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Who do you think is going to go for a VP? I think it's going to be a woman. Mm. Um, I could see, like I said, I think Carrie Lake or Christy Noem maybe would be uh, a good choice. Did you, did you see that thing about Carrie Lake? Mm-mm. That someone else is acting. Whatever. Oh, so that's that's uh, that's Christy um, No Hobbs, Christ, Kristen oh, Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah never she's mind. the governor. That's but so that that particular incident, um, I believe, happens with any state. If if the governor is going to be gone or under anesthesia, um, some person yeah, in the yeah, line yeah. is supposed to take charge but i think i heard some people were saying like the person that is taking charge is like fourth in line and that's unusual i don't really know what the deal was with with that but so um, that they could do something dirty real quick while they're there and i, I think they lose they don't have as much privilege and power unless something transpires where they need to stay in that position but they're, they're just acting as that person. They don't actually have the full, you know, strength of that whole, that, that whole, that whole deal with the governor of Arizona is very shady. Yeah. Like she, she might have fucking taken money from the Sinello car- cartel and ooh, surprise. There's, but that's <laughs> like, that's <laughs> what I so say earlier, weird. weird. Yeah. Weird. It's so strange. No but like, how does she get involved in that stuff? Like this white lady from Arizona is Dealing with the cartel. You'd be surprised, man. <laughs> That's so fucked up <laughs> You'd shit. You'd be surprised. You know what I mean? I mean, th- think about it. It all starts. The top is is all government officials, bro. Yeah. The the top, the heads of the cartels, the heads of, of the mafias, bro. It's all government That, that was officials. an interesting topic that they were talking about, like, uh, at the debate last night, about what, what we would do <clears throat> with uh, the cartel. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the majority of them are on board to Militarize go and fucking destroy fucking, them yeah. all. But then somebody said like the Mexico wasn't on board with it. Is that what I heard? Like uh, Mexico wasn't on board with it. With, with what? What do you mean? With us using our military to destroy the cartel? Oh, I don't, I'm not sure. I think what they said was uh, military or uh, Mexico wasn't on board. But then they were saying like, okay, Mexico is our one of our biggest trade trade partners, and if, if they're not going to be uh, on board with this, well, too fucking bad. Obviously, I mean, I, I feel they're like not, they're not pulling their weight. The the cartel is bad, and we can say that with confidence, you know. But also, like, imagine we don't have as much drugs flooding the streets. Like, how are these how are these fiends like gonna survive? You know, like, what the, do you mean? We don't have the drug the, addicts. We don't have the ability to help these people from get uh, to get sober. You know, yeah. and and we're gonna pull all these these well, drugs off the streets. Yeah, and, and I get what you, I get what you're saying, but. So, so it's a, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You're in a catch-22 in that scenario because you're either saying fuck all the people that are dying as a result of its existence or fuck the people that will die yeah. as a result of fixing it. So it's like you, you feel like your, your virtue um, uh, rewarding by saying, no, these people deserve to have a fair chance to recover and we don't have the resources to just pull all the drugs. But in the same breath, you're saying, fuck everyone that's dying every day from the crime and, and murder that's happening with the drug mm-hmm. trafficking that is. And, and, you know, like it's unfortunate. And I lost my dad to, to drug abuse, too. So I'm I'm a pretty good advocate for both sides of the fence. But I just think that it, it boils down to making choosing between the lesser of evils. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I do feel- you do you continue to say, let everyone die that's dying right now in the in the big drug wars that are happening and the people that are caught up in the crossfire of all this shit and that happens in small communities and towns? Or do you say the otherwise minority group of people, and I'm probably going to take some shit for that, but the minority group of people in the sense of, I don't think that the druggies dying uh, at whatever rate that would mean are in the same position as or quantity as the people who are dying as a, you know, um, accidental result of being in the wrong place at the wrong time type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, and I don't know what I would choose, honestly. Like, I feel like that's I would lean one. towards like cleaning well, things up, but I know that that's not 100%. They're what not just at. involved in the drug trade, it's weapons and people, too. Yeah, human trafficking, yeah, so sex trafficking of children. Like, I mean, you, you name spies, it. Spies, the, 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 terrorists. The, that's what I mean. It's like the collateral damage of them staying in existence yeah. and us not destroying them, I think, is, is, um, a lot worse than the collateral damage of cleaning up the activity and doing our best to salvage who we can salvage. Yeah. I mean, most of these people are, are dying regardless, whether, so, whether the drugs get removed or not. So D your concern is that if we get rid of all the drugs, how are we going to take care of the fiends getting off? Yeah. Them? Yeah. Cause exactly. then more people yeah. will die. You know, there, there well, is, yeah, they'll, right. they'll, there's they'll, people who are so addicted. They will fucking die without yeah. their drugs. And we don't have the resources One, to say, take the drugs off the streets. We have a way to help all of these people. We don't, but you can't. He's right there, about there's that. There's not like the narcan. Exactly. Shit like they're in, they, wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't have the ability to take right. care of, nor house. Yeah, That's yeah. the other issue is the only reason people are able to stay on the street so long is because they got yeah. that little friend that helps them stay. Yeah. I promise stay at you, peace, you know, but I promise you killing the cartel does not take the drugs off the streets. No, those are just the people trafficking it right now. The people in charge of it will find new traffickers. Yeah, promise you. Promise you, your, your neighbors are probably trafficking. You don't even know. Do it. your drugs get worse than than when you destroy the cartel? That's the other thing that I'd be afraid of. Is are, are your drugs people are doing their own thing then in well, I mean, the United States? I think, creating I think and, it already is worse. It's at the worst it's I mean, ever been. With you fentanyl. could literally buy a fucking little piece of crack and then smoke a little bit. Yeah, and but, die but fentanyl. But that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like fentanyl that's has made. We're you never know the, what's yeah, We're at the we, worst stage right now. I right. think in drug that's abuse scary. ever. Like it's fucking scary. Like to your point. Like yeah. Like people will start cooking their own shit and doing all that. But they already do that. That's how fentanyl is getting mixed into things. Yeah. Like bro, it's in weed. Yeah. They're warning people to be careful where you're getting your weed from because it's laced with fentanyl. Yeah. They're lacing fucking meth. They're lacing coke. They're lacing everything. Heroin with fentanyl. The kid that and died people are dying like Percocet. crazy. Yeah. Took a Percocet and died. Have fentanyl. Yeah. So it's at an all time high, bro. In the United States. Oh. Yeah, we're already yeah, yeah. there. We're yeah. already there. We're already at the stage of like people cutting shit and making it really bad. And, and you know, yeah, I don't, the cartel isn't responsible for that. That's why I say it doesn't matter if we take out the cartel. I think we'll prevent a lot still of damage it. for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, the powers that be will still be the powers that be. They're not going to take themselves out because what we're asking of, of these people is to eliminate their own. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the CIA. So still the powers that be, it would be interesting if, um, they actually do that because they're essentially taking on the CIA, Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> which, 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 and they we, know we that we know, they we, know that yeah. I mean, we, it's no fucking secret that the CIA has gotten out of control. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I told the story the other day about, um, when me, when I first met your dad and we went out to eat at that grandma's oh, place shit. and the yeah. people from the, that were there hiding out from the cartel or whatever. 
My dad talks about that shit yeah. every single day. Yeah, right hey, uh, you talk to John anymore? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy fucking smart. One night we went to grandma's. <laughs> yeah, he told that me that funny. shit. That one was wild. Dude, yesterday. Dude, the day that, before that. Are you serious? Yeah. Every, yo, every day he tells me that. That dude loves stories. me, though. He fucking yeah. loves that story. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Yeah, he likes he likes him and he likes Vern. He didn't like me till like two years ago. <laughs> Dude, that's a wild story. <laughs> yeah. so, it was crazy, especially just because, you know, the way they pin they pinned yeah. us out. And she's just like, you two do not belong here together. Totally blew your cover. Because, like, you know, like I told you, he's a retired Navy SEAL, just an old skinny yeah. white dude. And at this time, I'm fucking 19 years old. I'm fucking banged out, bro. Like, and me and this dude are just having a beer and a burger together at grandma's. At grandma's saloon. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's awesome. And she's like, you two do not belong together. I, I sniffed you out from across the bar. We're just like, sniffed what the fuck out. are you talking about? She's like, look at him. Look at you. You guys don't hang out. You don't belong together. You work together. You're undercover and your cover's blown. We're just like... <laughs> Little did she know she was way off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, bro, she she analyzed the situation, yeah. right, for, for a guilty mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was over there guilty as fuck. Saw us and was like... <laughs> well, wasn't she, like, like being protected? She thought you guys were watching over yeah, her? No, they shit? were in protective custody at, at the Ramada at the time. Okay. Right there where the Delta's at now. And they, they had to get out of there and have something different. Yeah. So they they went decided to run over to grandma's and get some food or whatever. But they weren't supposed to leave at the time that they had left. So they thought that we were there to watch them. And I can't remember, like, Garcia or Rodriguez was, like, the name that she kept saying that, that he sent you guys, right? And we're just like, yeah, at first we were like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But she was like, sure. She kept, like, looking at us, pretending to use the pay phone right next to us and look at us. And, like, we're just like, when? And finally your dad was like. Let's just play it off and see what the fuck. Is <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's do it. Fuck it. You know? And so then when she came over again, well, that was the agreement. If she comes over again, let's, uh, let's just play it off. Whatever. So she did. She came over again and we were just like, all right, look, you got us. But like, you need to chill out. You need to, like, we started getting all serious with everyone, like just controlling the situation. It was, it was, it was seriously a fucking cool story. That is yeah. so fucking yeah. funny. He does, cool, so he does funny. cool shit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, he, my dad's a, uh, a creature of habit. Yeah, he used to go to this bar every single day after work, like a block and a half away from my house. And on his birth, I moved out. I'm doing my own thing now. On his birthday, I went to his. I didn't call him or none of that shit. I just knew where he was gonna be. Mm-hmm. I pulled up at the bar. I sat down. And it's like, like, just a bunch of old construction workers. And I walk in the bar. I was back when throwback jerseys was cool. So I got a fucking throwback on. My hat's twisted. I'm brown. I walk in and everybody, you know, you people talk butt. about You're it. Good. Whatever, dog. You know, yellow. <laughs> it's cold outside. Uh, you know, people talk about you walk into a to a bar and the record's getting there. Like, yeah. So that's what that's what type of time we were on. So I walk in and everybody looks and my dad's at the front of the bar telling the stories. And I walk up and the lady's like, can I get you something? Like, yeah, let me get a let me get a Corona and then whatever the old man wants. And he turns around. He's like, Daniel. I'm like, happy birthday, dad. He was like, he turns around. He's like, hey, this is my son. And everybody, like my dad's the man in this bar. This is his bar. So they, they, he turns around, this is my son. And everybody was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so like there was this asshole in the bar. Like there's two types of dudes in the military. There's the ones that retire and are quiet as fuck. 
and there's the ones that retire and think everybody owes them for something and like they got to tell you what they were and what they did and yeah, you got to respect Cody. me and yeah. you got to suck my ass when I tell you to when I'm in that's public. If I say jump, you say how high. Right. <laughs> so like this dude's in there just telling everybody all this shit and I'm an army ranger and this, that, and the third and my dad's always been like a slow brewer. He's real quiet and until he's not. So he was just sitting there. I could see it bugging him and shit. And I was just sitting there. And all of a sudden, he comes up next to my dad. And my dad has a tattoo of an anchor right here. And he's like, he looks and he's like, you serve? And my dad's like, yep. And he's like, what branch? And he's like, 20 years, Navy SEAL. And then the dude said, Navy SEAL. I was an Army Ranger. And my dad didn't even look at him. He said, yeah, we all heard. <laughs> and I like so I don't know this side of my dad because he's always real quiet around me and I only see him at home or whatever so I'm like oh shit so and I'm an instigator so, yeah but admit it you thought you are going to have to fight for your dad hell yeah I was going to have to save my dad's ass <laughs> and shit. And I'm, like, right now. I'm like my dad's about to get <laughs> fucked up by now I'm going to have to beat this fool's ass yeah. so I'm like oh shit I look over and uh, the dude looked at him and he was like hmm. he walks off and then it comes back because it's like bugging him. And he's like, so you're a Navy SEAL. And talking, he's like, yep, 20 years. And they're talking and he get, keeps going about him about the Army Ranger. My dad said, we know that the Navy SEALs are a department of the Army Rangers, right? And the guy like looks all weird and he's like, no, it's not. He's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and the guy goes, what department? And cool as shit. My dad just looked at him and goes, the men's department. <laughs> and took a drink of his beer. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Talk that shit. And then uh, the dude just looked at him and he's like, I don't believe you're a Navy SEAL. My dad said, no. Cool. I'll be sitting right here all night. If you have any more questions, we can go outside, learn a thing or two about each other. <laughs> and dude looked like he wanted to, but he's like, if the dude's really a Navy SEAL, this might go bad. I don't know. So he just like looked and ate it and then left. That's <laughs> oh my god, damn! That's like crazy. I never see my dad talk no shit like that. Not no cool <laughs> shit like because yeah. my dad looks like Woody from Toy Story. Like yeah. he's from South Dakota. He's a country boy. The, the whole you know like I, mean? I respect dude. I, and then D knows I got mad. I got nothing but love for his dad. But all the time that I was with Daniel's sister and and he was like trying to play that whole Navy. Man, I used to punk that dude all the time, bro. I used to talk, I'll whoop this dude's ass so quick. Because I didn't believe in him as a Navy SEAL, you know what I mean? When you see him, you don't think that's who he is. Yeah. But then you get to know the guy, and you're like, nah, yeah, he's he's probably a Navy SEAL. <laughs> but he don't look like, you say he looks like Woody from fucking Toy yeah. Story, bro. He's just frail, tossing. Yeah, dude. dude like, dude like five, yeah. nine, like But he believes, 30. he believes his own shit, you know? Yeah. And that's what, it, that changes your demeanor. You're like, hmm. We're cool. <laughs> we're all right. We're good. Dude, that's so funny. Yeah. God damn. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck, man. We hit an hour pretty quick on this one, guys. It was, yeah. it was just a couple quick stories. I guess uh, I didn't have the most thrilling, like, life-saving story, so I thought it'd be cool to bring Daniel on and tell his. Yeah. Because his was a little bit uh, more legit good. and intense. Uh, but good job, D. Yeah. Either yeah. which way, man. Appreciate that was dope. Um, let's go ahead and shut it down. D, take us out. Uh, yeah, We're, we got some big changes coming, you know, make sure oh, yeah. to like, subscribe, stay tuned for what's to come, uh, you know, uh, talk we're, to we're scaling, you know, we're scaling up. We're trying to, trying to invest in the business. 
Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, like, subscribe. Make sure you subscribe, please. Comment. Uh, say something bad. Say send something good. Send us a gift. You know, send us a gift. Yeah, <laughs> on our reels, we can we yeah. monetized Instagram now for for our Ill Eagle page. So I was I was wondering if that was what, we're not leaving you. That's hold on. what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hold on. That's what the, all those stupid fucking NPC videos. Like, yes, when they're like, Lizzie, 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 Lizzie. 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 Yeah. Ice, cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. You guys are really good at that. We should just we're gonna do one. That's what all those bro, they're getting paid every time someone sends those gifts. They're getting real money. Yeah, because. Like Instagram told me to set up my account to monetize and do all the shit because our reels are hitting. And you thought they like, were just doing that for fun? I don't know what the fuck. No, I know they're. I, know I they're didn't understand paid, how it worked. Wow, they were we, getting paid because yeah. they said every time someone sends you a gift, you'll earn money and it'll go to this account that you just set up. And I was like, how do I get gifts? <laughs> like, so what do I got to do? They, but it's all on reels. Paying these fucking dipshits to say stupid shit that. Well, yeah. So if your reels dope and you want to like gift people, no, I'm just saying for the NPC. Yeah, deal, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're paying. You know, they're paying for the internet. Are you on Instagram? I show you a really yeah, good one. Instagram, but like, <laughs> so it makes me laugh. Like all my socials, I'm not. I don't scroll through much. Of so like, there's, I get a there's people that, shit, that act like NPCs now, and they just go on like a social media live, and or, or yeah, it's just lives. I think that you can do it on, but they just sit there and they act like NPCs. So they'll sit and stare at the screen, and people will just send gifts, and they'll, you know they'll get ice creams and cakes and cookies, and they're just like mm, cake. I love cake. Yum 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 yum. Yep. They just do like this crazy glizzy, glizzy, glizzy. But they just act like an NPC the whole time, and they're getting bank, bro. Yeah, they're making like tens it's of thousands ridiculous. of dollars a day doing shit. It's like ridiculous. This, I know it's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna show you a funny one. You can see the the calculations. It's in like, his, how much in money can I make from this? <laughs> Dan is like, hmm, cool. hmm. I don't even have to show my feet <laughs> on this. <laughs> 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 you could, uh, <laughs> yeah, you could you could uh, close your feet account, bro. My, my your, only your only feet account, only fan toes account. Your only feet count. Feet I'm, not, I'm not closing that, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, but if you do this, you could. Or I could just make double the money. I guess, yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> <All laughs> <right>. self-respect. <laughs> that's, that's another episode. Uh, thank you, guys. Like, share, subscribe. We're out. Peace. Peace.